Rhinos will blow up the tent. Two news stories broke this week about Washington, D.C. rhinos demonstrating again why rhinos should not lead the GOP. First up, there was the expose of rhino co-founder of the anti-Trump Lincoln Project, John Weaver, who joined forces with Kellyanne Conway's husband, George Conway, to help Joe Biden and Kamala Harris get elected. Previously, Weaver was an aide for John McCain and strategist for John Kasich, two other rhinos who had little to no interest in the reductively called social issues. It so happens that the 61-year-old twice-married establishment Republican John Weaver is also a homosexual ephebophile. That means someone who's attracted to teen boys or young men. Weaver had evidently been protected by other rhinos for decades. Inquiring minds want to know, what did George Conway and every other Republican in Congress know, and when did they know it? A flurry of texts and articles about John Weaver's extramarital homoerotic activities appeared online following a tweet by another Lincoln Project co-founder, Stuart Stevens, announcing the Lincoln Project's sinister new effort to create a blacklist of former Trump officials and staff. And I quote Stevens, We are constructing a database of Trump officials and staff that will detail their roles in the Trump administration and track where they are now. No personal information, only professional. But they will be held accountable and not allowed to pretend they were not involved. End quote. Incensed by Stuart Stevens' McCarthy-esque project, Ryan Gerdusky, writing for the American Conservative, contributed more sordid details about Weaver's sordid activities, which include creepy texts to men as young as 14 offering jobs in exchange for homoerotic encounters, offers that repeatedly have been extended by the generous Weaver over decades to scores of young men and well-known among members of Congress. Why were Weaver's perverse and predatory acts ignored? Why were self-identifying Republicans willing to ignore his long history of perversity and predation? Perhaps one reason is that many Republicans don't see that the cultural approval of sexual deviance is at the center of the destruction of family and freedom in America. Homosexual activism and the trans cult now pose the most serious domestic threat to First Amendment protections we face, and the GOP largely says nothing. Rhinos, in particular, have been refashioning the red tent into the big rainbow-colored circus tent for at least a decade. Such inclusivity might be defensible if homosexuals were committed to preserving historical and true views of marriage and sexuality and the needs of children, but most are not. Case in point is wealthy New Hampshire businessman and local politician Jim Morgan. As reported by CNN, quote, Jim Morgan is a Republican who runs a semiconductor company, serves on his town council, and supports President Donald Trump's re-election. He's also gay. And this year, he's on a crusade, trying to persuade his fellow New Hampshire Republicans to remove the language in the state's party platform that defines marriage as solely between a man and a woman. Morgan says, what I'm asking you to consider is that the marriage definition is an insult to my marriage, plain and simple. Let's prove we are the big tent party, end quote. Well, in the name of inclusivity and constructing an even more ginormous circus tent, 
why not include polyamorists who want to expand the legal definition of marriage to include plural unions? Why not include social conservatives who hold progressive views on economic issues and border security and seek to change the GOP platform on those issues? Why not inflate the tent by including fiscal and immigration conservatives who are wholly on board the climate apocalypse horse-drawn bandwagon? So many ways to blow up the tent. Now that the homosexual community and trans cult have become institutional power mongers, canceling dissenting views, getting people fired, colluding with big tech and big business, and quashing research that may lead to conclusions they don't like, even most conservative Republicans refuse to challenge their arguable beliefs. Unfortunately, rhinos, never known for their deep moral thinking, are endorsing those views. Tragically, with homosexual activists having destroyed the legal definition of marriage, with public schools teaching five-year-olds positively about grievous sexual deviance, and with totalitarian trans cultists ordering all of America to pretend that men can be women, many Republicans don't see or care about the oppression that is already here. The next story is about Bush officials leaving the GOP. Finally. This story, reported breathlessly by a press that hates conservatives, was that dozens of former Bush officials, that is, rhinos, are leaving the GOP. As reported by Reuters, quote, dozens of Republicans in former President George W. Bush's administration are leaving the party, dismayed by a failure of many elected Republicans to disown Donald Trump after his false claims of election fraud sparked a deadly storming of the U.S. Capitol last month. These officials, some who served in the highest echelons of the Bush administration, said they had hoped that a Trump defeat would lead party leaders to move on from the former president and denounce his baseless claims that the November presidential election was stolen. If it continues to be the party of Trump, many of us are not going back, a former treasurer of the U.S. under Bush told Reuters, Unless the Senate convicts him and rids themselves of the Trump cancer, many of us will not be going back to vote for Republican leaders. We have QAnon members of Congress. It's appalling. End quote. Incredible. Unelected bureaucrats from the Bush administration are now issuing marching orders to the GOP to convict Trump or else. Just wondering. How many of these dozens of former Bush officials who are finally leaving the Republican Party have spoken directly to any deplorable, ugly folks in flyover country? Do any of these dirty dozens have concerns about the collusion of big tech to bury news stories, coddle Biden, and manipulate algorithms? Or about the constitutionally dubious last-minute changes to election procedures to illicitly sway the election? referred to informally as stealing the election or election fraud. Have they spoken directly to any of the many Trump voters who did not want Trump to be the candidate in 2016, but when faced with a choice between a corrupt Clinton, whose policies would have been far worse for America, and Trump, chose Trump? Have they spoken directly to the legions of Trump voters who do not worship him, do not admire his ignoble character traits, and are not QAnon fans, 
But when faced with a choice between the cognitively and morally impaired Biden, whose policies will be far worse for America, and Trump, chose Trump? What exactly have these dozens of rhinos done as the cancers of critical race theory, homosexual activism, and transcultic metaphysical beliefs and practices have metastasized within federal agencies, the military, and government schools, and which are destroying the family and eradicating First Amendment protections for people of faith? Have they spent one minute asking themselves if their own failures, born of venality, cowardice, ignorance, and arrogance, have contributed to the chaos and oppression in which the country is mired? Maybe, just maybe, if some of these sanctimonious paragons of virtue signaling had possessed the wisdom and courage to oppose vociferously and tenaciously the critical race hucksters and LGBT activists that took control of every cultural institution, including our government schools, turning America into the ministry of truthiness and harming Americans from cradle to grave, Trump wouldn't have arisen.